1: Hello, my name is Dan and I'm one of the men talking on Desert Island Dicks. The other man you'll hear today is the comedian Slim. He's had a 20-year career, sold out the Hackney Empire numerous times, supported Kevin Hart on tour and you might have recently seen him on Russell Howard's show as well. Anyway, we had a lovely chat about all the usual things, you know, who and what he finds to be complete dicks, so it was a lot of fun. Remember, if you agree or disagree or just want to have your say on who and what you think is a dick, then you can get in touch with us at dickspod.com slash contact or message us on Twitter and Instagram at Dickspod. And we might feature yours on Compact Dicks, which is our weekly sister podcast where you get to have a little rant about awful people and things. We've just done our 150th episode which is really exciting and the upshot is that you've now got even more episodes to trawl through which might just distract you from the utter bleakness that is January during the plague. Anyway, we really do appreciate all your support. So thank you for listening. And what would be really great is if you could take a moment to subscribe and leave us a rating and a nice review. I know when you listen to podcasts, you're always being asked to do this sort of thing. And in fact, I'm always asking you to do this sort of thing. But maybe you can make today the day that you go, fuck it, I am actually going to do it. It won't take long and it will make a humble podcaster very happy. Right. That's enough for me. Here's Desert Island X with Slim. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Slim.
2: How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing, Daniel? I'm all right. How's, how's things with you? I cannot complain. I cannot complain. You've, I've, you've actually saved me from a lot of uh, house chores. I was doing the house up, actually. Doing the okay. dishes and the hoovering and uh, I, need a, I need a cleaner. <laughs> that's yeah. what I think. I think I've got to dip in my pocket and get a cleaner.
1: Do you know what? A lot of people are sort of going, oh, you know, after lockdown ends, you know, I can't wait to do this or that, go out for a drink or see my friends, go clubbing. I'm like, same, I'm thinking, I'm going to get a cleaner. All that money I've saved, i <laughs> going, going out. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'd really like. <laughs> Spend the money wisely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm about to have a second child. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going out for I'm, my lockdowns for the next six months anyway. So <laughs> yeah. might as well, might as well have clean house.
2: <laughs> so I'm not oh, too yeah. bad with the dishes. The rest of the house are... You, can you imagine? The dishes I don't mind doing. The rest of the house mm. hoovering and all that. I have no interest in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I find stuff like the dishes, it's okay. Because you can see a noticeable difference quite quickly. Whereas yeah. like when it's just like sorting and like you've got to tidy up general stuff that's the thing I, I really hate yeah and um how did you find the process of like choosing your dicks for today was it was it difficult you were sort of able to to rant quite easily
2: or was it a bit of a challenge it was actually a challenge i've realized i'm not a bad guy i i actually <laughs> don't hate people <laughs> i haven't got that much people i've got that oh he's a dick against but I, I managed to find three but yeah it was it was a it was a little task i will say Okay, good. Well, I mean,
1: at least you've discovered something good about yourself as well. So that's always a good place to start. (laughs) It's true. Okay, well, let's go straight into it then. Uh, Who's going to be your first choice joining you on the
2: island? It's got to be Donald Trump.
1: Mm, Yeah. And I mean, timely. Now we we can finally say former president of the
2: United States, Donald Trump, which feels good, I think. The former. (laughs) And I think the whole of America is glad with that word as well. The former. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah well he's a narcissist i mean i think that's it i'm not politics i don't really get heavily involved in obviously it's nice to know what's going on but um the fact that as a person he was just a horrible person he seems like a a a, a terrible terrible dick that's the right word yeah. We can use that yeah. on the show <laughs> um i don't know everything's me 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 self-centered i done this i done that uh, yeah i think i think a lot of people are glad to see the back of him to tell you true yeah no definitely i think it's uh i mean i've probably said this
1: before on this podcast but it was like finding out that when he'd finally you know lost the election and it was definitely not going to be him anymore it's like i didn't realize how much it had affected me for the last four years i felt lighter you know i mean i could have like weighed myself and i'm sure i would have been lighter than before it's like (laughs) and it's like god i mean he's not even my president but just like
2: having that weight on you for four years is like it's such a relief you're forced to see a dick every day, can you imagine, for four years? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what's happened, you know what I mean? So, now, nah, I mean, good riddance, I'll tell you on this mm. truth. I know there's going to be Trump supporters out there, but... Yeah, he was an arsehole, man. Someone has to be mm. a nice person. That foundation, or at least have qualities of a leader, empathy. Certain, certain you know, leadership qualities. And mm. he, he had none of them, man, so... He yeah, he's my number one dick right now. Yeah, and I think being stuck with him as well, it's like you'd
1: you'd never find. I mean, apart from the fact that he's racist, that's obviously going to be quite problematic. But you know, in just finding any kind of common ground with him is going to be important because it's all about him. And also, just seems like quite a boring
2: man who can't even speak in proper sentences as well. Oh yeah, you can. You know what? You can really tell what kind of person he is, by the way how his wife, Melania, reacts to him all the time. Mm-hmm. She never wants to hold his hand. She, he's like the dad she's ashamed of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, it really, she's... It, it, she, her face is always serious. I don't, I don't know if the woman has teeth. I never see her smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's she might true. be smiling now. <laughs> yeah, 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 car, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I think she's uh, waiting in the wings for everything to settle down, dust to settle down. And then out come the uh, the divorce lawyers. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the sort of thing. Like, I'm torn between... So part of me really wants to see everyone just wade in and, like, get the lawyers out and see his proper, proper downfall. But the other half of me, it's like, I spent so long kind of seeing him in the newspapers or, like, online. And it's like, it'd be quite nice if he just vanished without a trace. But I'd quite like him to vanish without a trace, but also with lots of, like... Jail time, you know, I'd like yeah. him to vanish without a yeah. trace in
2: prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not going away quietly. He doesn't look like the person that just finishes the jobs and, you know, slides away quietly. Mm. Yeah, 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 I think we'll be seeing a, a, a bit more of Mr. Donald Trump in the future, I'm sure of it.
1: I saw that even when he was kind of departing on his jet and uh, sort of doing his last little speech. Even then he couldn't say anything nice. He was like, oh, you know, we did great work on against COVID. It's like, you've got like 400,000 people are dead. It's like, that's what I find so funny when you've got like so many supporters, so many supporters of him, like, you know, the people who believe in Q and all that stuff. And you're like, I know that you think, I know that you're mad because you believe in this mad conspiracy theory. But like at any point, haven't you just thought, yeah, but he's thick
2: you know what I mean yeah.
1: it's like mate, even if he is on your side like listen to him he can't speak properly the man is dumb
2: well most of the, you see most of the supporters the redneck mm. ones anyway so he's he's in good company <laughs> oh, yeah. they they're in good company with him I should say yeah for real
1: yeah. So he's been he's gonna be on the island, he's gonna try and build a wall. Um obviously I can imagine to keep the rest of you out, but obviously he's very lazy. So I imagine he's gonna try co opt some of you to build the wall that he wants to keep you out as well. It's just gonna be a nightmare, I
2: think. <laughs> let them build it. He did say that, didn't he? He says we're gonna let we're gonna let them pay for it and we're gonna let them build it. I'm sure that yeah. was his word, so Yeah. 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 That's that's a half finished wall now. Biden doesn't think- seem to be finished uh looking to finish that.
1: No, no. And you as yourself, as a person, do you think you're the sort of temperament that like you could try and overcome everything you know about him to try and start again on your island and just make peace just to make it an easy place? Or would you just sort of hope that he vanishes into the sea one day and you don't
2: have to worry about him? I most probably be the one to pull him into the sea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I use the wig as a washcloth after. That can be my new washcloth once he's gone. Do you know what I mean? I use it as a wash rag. Yeah. yeah, I most probably will push him into the sea. Donald yeah. looks like it takes, I don't think it takes somebody a full week to actually decide, I'm going to put hands on this man. Do you see mm. what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah. I'd i don't think I'd be able to get around um, mm. just getting on with him. Yeah, I think that's the thing with someone like that, though, because it's
1: like, as a good person, it really challenges you because you're like, you know, I don't want to wish anyone dead. But I also correct. wouldn't mind if he did, and I know a lot of people would be better off if he was dead. And like, you know, you kind of think I want to sort of raise my my kids to sort of know that, like, you know, you shouldn't wish ill on people, and you should sort of be good because otherwise you don't get, re- you know, good rewards. Whereas like, he's done everything wrong, and you know, did pretty well out of that. You know, so it's he kind did, of didn't ethically such a like difficult proposition. <laughs>
2: No, no, absolutely. But as I said, I think everybody would agree in his behavior. I mean to say, oh, he's done this for the economy, done that for the economy. Fair enough. It's nice that he's done one or two good things. But I, I think that you're judged by the majority of behavior, and the majority of his behavior was appalling, to tell mm. you the truth. He he acted like a a spoiled statesman,
1: shall we say? Mm. Yeah, and also just behavior that was really easy to get away with not doing. It's like, I think you're racist, unless you said this and it would sort of maybe calm it down. I probably still think you were racist, but at least you're sort of making the right noises. And you can't even do that. And you're like, well, you're even worse than I thought. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Good good riddance, man. He thought he was getting another four years. He most probably get four years in jail. Hopefully, at least, at
1: least. (laughs) Okay, so Donald Trump joins you. Who's going to be next to join you on the island? Uh,
2: This is going to be a strange one. My dentist, any dentist, to tell you the truth.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And I don't want to call dentists dicks. It's more that I'm calling them dicks out of the fear a lot of us have for them. Mm. They just remind me of like trainee torturers. They, yeah. they you know, you sit down in the dentist chair, and they, you know, they take out all the the the, the, the tools and equipment. And that especially the one where they i don't know if you've ever seen it where they roll the thing open it's got mm. knives uh pliers it looks like a trainee torture kit <laughs> <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. i've always kind of had a fear at the dentist you know um i've re- recently went and had my teeth done last year um and that that was a challenge in itself because yeah. i had to have numerous injections a bit of bone graft blah 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 so It's just vanity why I went for it. (laughs) To tell (laughs) you the honest truth, because I'm absolutely hating. I do
1: yeah i went to the dentist actually earlier this week so i'm absolutely with you on this i never used to have a thing but i think as you get older you know like when you're, you're young and you go to the dentist you're like oh this is okay you know like get a little sticker or something and you go oh yeah i don't know what all the fuss is about. And you, as you get older and it starts getting a bit more real doesn't it and like i came back on uh tuesday after going to the dentist and i felt like white as a sheet i was just like <laughs> i walked in the house my wife's like are you okay what happened in there you know and i was like. Shit, I've just been through the ringer, you know. Yeah, you
2: like, do. like you said, He wanted like... to break down in tears, innit not it? He hurt me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And at least with torture, you think they'll strap you down. But there's a weird thing with the dentist, you're like, I know I can
2: get up, but I sort of shouldn't. You know what I mean? yeah. I've got to let him finish. <laughs> yeah. They they just they absolutely freak me out. Um, them and radiologists, mm. the ones in the hospital that take your x-ray. I don't like them neither as well. You know, <laughs> they they strap you down. Are you comfortable? And you think, yeah. And then they turn around and run off behind some screen. <laughs> that makes you feel that now you've got some kind of explosive device strapped to you. Uh, yeah. Don't you ever get that that lonely, abandoned feeling when you go for an x-ray? When they make <laughs> you all comfortable and then they shut off. <laughs> Stay there. Stay still, please, as they squeeze a button. You think you're gonna explode while they take the x ray. I hate them as well. Yeah,
1: it's the, it's one of those things where you kind of think, like, I'm a grown up now, so this is supposed to be all right, but I still kind of want my mum. You know I, mean? yeah. <laughs> I want someone telling me it's all alright, you know, or like tell me I'm being a brave boy, but no one bothers when you're grown up. <laughs>
2: it's, it's the truth. And you know you don't wanna seem like a pussy to the missus or the other half, so you tend mm-hmm. to just you know, suck it up. But every, mm. I think all of us want our mums at certain points, even now, as grown folks. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We, we're going we're gonna to get assassinated. We just let out a real big man secret right there, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We want our mummies as big men in certain situations.
1: <laughs> but I think it happens more and more as you get older. You're kind of like, I don't know, even if like something happens with my son and I've got to clean up the mess and I'm just like, what? I, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to call the adult to do this. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm the adult. I'm calling mum.
2: Like, who made this happen? Like, I'm not responsible. Why am I mopping up this crap? <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. Yeah. We don't have to be responsible once she's around. I think that's what mm. it is with boys. We can just yeah. rely on her. We don't have to <laughs> burden our responsibility. Mum, Mum will take it all. <laughs> so yeah with a dentist on
1: the island because i mean at some point it's you know it's it's going to be good having some kind of medical professional on the island i mean your teeth are going to take a battering you know after a while of sort of desert island living but then they're there and they're a dentist now but they've only got rudimentary sort of homemade tools so it's going to get pretty pretty bad
2: (laughs) and no anesthetic yeah no injections no nothing so yeah, anesthetic is like teeth. a
1: coconut to the head. You know, that's your <laughs> yeah. anesthetic.
2: you have to knock me
1: out. Yeah, you're right. Mm, fair enough. So, yeah, dentist, I mean... Uh, they're, they're one of those people like if you meet a doctor you're kind of like oh you're a doctor oh, that's interesting like dentists i think because so much of their trade involves pain whereas with a doctor like mostly it's just like here's a prescription take this medicine and you know that's something that does get easier when you're growing up is like taking a bit of medicine it's not as much of a, as, as a scary thing as when you're little yeah whereas i think dentists go the other way around so i think with a dentist you meet one and you're just like why why? why would you do that <laughs> that's, yeah, a, that's like a really hard but difficult unpleasant <laughs> job
2: for everyone it's like because because it can't be nice for them either no no because most people that don't like them you imagine mm. you're in a profession where you're trying to help people no, they actually don't like you kids mm. most probably don't like them <laughs> adults mm. i didn't like them as a kid neither as a kid mm. or as a i needed to get a fill in i think that's what it is when i was about nine i mean you know Born in the seventies, grew in the eighties. Sweets was abundant then, so mm. going out playing sweets every minute, chocolates, yeah. So I needed a filling, um, and th- we used to have a, like a, a, a mobile dentist that used to come round to the primary school, like you know at least once a year, and set up for mm. a couple of weeks, check all the kids, and then move on. But from then, when they put the filling in, I've always had a fear fear of them so yeah it is a childhood fear so i don't yeah. think there's nothing i can do to to calm that i actually tell them you know in the friendliest way i don't like you but please be <laughs> as, please be as gentle as you can because i really don't like none of you <laughs> I think
1: that might have something to do with why they're causing you pain, Slim. I don't know.
2: <laughs> do you reckon?
1: <laughs> Maybe just say you're scared of them rather than you don't like it. It's tr- it what do you think is all in the wording? Yeah. They're like, oh, don't worry, I'll be gentle. You fucking fuck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> try Listen, I'm gonna try that next time,
1: Dan. I will. Okay. I'll
2: try it. I'll try and word it different.
1: Yeah, let me know how it goes on. <laughs> okay, so uh, who's gonna be your
2: third choice then, joining Donald Trump and the dentist? Third choice. To tell you the truth, any of the Kardashians. To tell you the truth. Okay. I've got to good. Put that one out there. Any of the Kardashians.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I've got my own feelings on these these
2: guys, but uh what, what is it specifically about them that does your head in? Uh I feel that number one, they're they're no good for black men. Black men across the world are slowly frightened off the Kardashians. They they seem to uh uh chew them up and spit them out in certain ways. (laughs) Most black men that leave the Kardashians don't leave in good mental health. Let's let's put it that way. So, there's a fear of the Kardashians. You know what I mean? I'd rather uh, um, Yeah, I'd rather date anyone else, be around anyone. I just find them too much. I do. Mm. I find uh, they're famous for nothing.
1: That's it, isn't it? It's like I don't really get it. And I sort of thought that naively that everyone kind of just watched them as like a sort of spectator sport but then I think that they're sort of also like I I meet people who are do sort of want to look like them and be like them and sort of idolize them and I was like oh, I thought it was just one of those things that people watch because it's like trashy or like they kind of think yeah you know it's funny or whatever but it's like but now they're sort of icons to
2: lots of women and it's like that seems quite weird to me you know their lifestyle i think it's their lifestyle obviously they live a very glamorous lifestyle so i think that's what the attraction is Mm. for women you know men Mm. no one wants to be a kardashian (laughs) we don't sit down thinking i'd really like to be robert kardashian you know i wish i had his lifestyle so (laughs) yeah it's usually women that are are big champions Mm. for the kardashians Mm. and i'm sure there's one or two guys out there as well undercover that don't uh, speak
1: up yeah I've seen uh, I've seen like you know you watch something like First Dates and they'll say to a guy what's your ideal woman and sometimes they'll say oh I like the Kardashians and stuff and I'm always like really because I don't know they always kind of look at like I just it just looks like a nightmare it looks like so much time and effort spent on themselves and i just think when you're going to get a look in or oh, like you're just going to spend a lot of time waiting all the time and they <laughs> yeah. come out and it's like you look sort of flammable somehow you know because of all the products
2: you can't <laughs> smoke around them or nothing i like that you're true they look you're flammable not... yeah. <laughs> i've heard them call a lot of things dad No, no <laughs> never <laughs> flammable <laughs> but also it's like you know I don't begrudge
1: anyone like a luxury lifestyle or whatever I mean slightly more if I slightly less if I feel like they've actually earned it whereas I don't feel like the Kardashians have but you know that it's like the sort of to, to continue their brand you know it's always having to like take pictures of everything and show everyone like look what I've got all the time and it's like I just think it's weird for sort of normal people to sort of hear that all the time and still kind of idolize them I'm just like can't you just be rich and shut up it's like I know you're rich but you see like (laughs) everything you have all
2: the time that's what I mean that's what I mean I just think that over the years I've seen uh too much of them I've got a lot Mm. of females in my family and if you go to visit or if they're around they want to switch the telly over to this and yeah I just think that I'm fed up you know they feel like part of my family the amount of times I've seen them in my living room I'm (laughs) just fed up of them Do you know what I mean yeah
1: I think didn't actually Kim Kardashian once go and visit Donald Trump with Kanye? She did. I think she did. Yeah, so they're probably gonna form an alliance of some kind on the island, you know. So then that's gonna that's gonna be a bit of trouble because they've got you know previous. So you don't know what they're plotting.
2: Yeah, don't don't worry.
1: I've got an animal for them. I've got an animal for them. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I just think as well, like having someone like a Kardashian, they're not helping you out on the island. You know, like Donald Trump's not helping you out. The dentist, you know, dentist could be useful. You know, they're going to have an idea about technical stuff. You know, they might be quite good with their hands. So that might be useful, you know, if they're not operating on you. But yeah, Donald Trump's going to be whining about whatever shit he's upset about that day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, any true. of the kardashians they're not doing anything to lift a finger you know they're going to break a nail or get muddy or something
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, so yeah. it's basically
1: you and the dentist teaming up as you to survive i think
2: yeah i think that is the only way to actually for me to survive especially they'll have me uh yeah they will most probably after a while be trying to make me their uh personal like uh a servant. I don't know if mm. he will rename me Benson or Jeffrey or something like that. Where's <laughs> Jeffrey? Have you seen him? <laughs> you see what I mean? So, yeah, I'll have to go up with the dentist see if I can get rid of him again. Let's <laughs> see.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
1: Fair enough, OK. Now, Slim, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Yes. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Oh, God, my
2: least favourite food in the world has got to be rhubarb.
1: Rhubarb, OK, yeah.
2: I hate any kind of... It's mostly in dessert, it's food, isn't it? But it's a more dessertish kind of thing. I hate it. I don't know mm. why people decided out uh, of anything you could pull out of the ground boil and eat that rhubarb was the one uh, I mm. I just don't see the point rhubarb crumble rhubarb this that and celery they're both from the same mm. family I, I believe but they're, they're horrible mm.
1: yeah they're, it's weird isn't it because it's something like I can sort of see with rhubarb in this country you know it's something that grows easily in this country so you're like okay a long time ago you know, make it work. Add loads of sugar. Do what you can with what you've got. But but now it's 2021.
2: Do we still need it? We've got other things. You know what I mean? We don't need it. That, that Rhubarb is for grandmas. That's what you give grandma. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> rhubarb yeah. pie. Rhubarb crumble. I don't know who... Some of these things out on sale, I don't know who makes them. Turkish Delights, another thing. I, I've never seen anyone actually eating one while walking mm. down the street. But these things are going as strong as when I was uh, uh, at primary Mm. school. Yeah,
1: I think with rhubarb, I mean, just having to add that much sugar to make something okay. It's like, I mean, (laughs) it's sort of telling you, it's like, don't eat me, don't eat me. You know, it's like, you know, like the Japanese fish that's poisonous and you have to like take out every vein so you can eat it. It's like, how many more signs do you want that it's not for you? You know, it's like... That's for something else to eat. It's not for humans. And
2: Mums always try to trick you when they're trying to feed you it, saying, oh, it's good for you. It's bitter, mum. Oh, the bitter is good for you. Well, it can't be good for me. Give me some sugar. I'll call social services, woman. Do you understand? (laughs) (laughs) uh, That's a granny's food. You know what I mean? Mm. That's how I see it. Rhubarb's for grannies. Murray mints are for grannies as well. There's certain <laughs> things are for grannies, and rhubarb is that. Yeah, definitely.
1: I wonder if it's going to eventually die out then, as that generation leaves us. You know, like maybe rhubarb isn't long for this world. But I mean, it's still, it's still two thousand. You know, it's still 2021, and it's still here. So it's, it's done all right to survive, given the amount of effort it
2: is. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think it will die out. I, I, I can't even picture in my head ever seeing. Um, a young person picking up like a rhubarb crumble. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, like you go in the freezer section, your apple crumble. Kind of... I've never, I've, n- I've never seen any kids with. What are you eating there? Rhubarb, mate. I've never, I've never. <laughs> I've, 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 I just, you just don't hear young people saying that. Oh, yeah. I love. It. I want a bit of rhubarb, don't I? That'll go down a tree. You, know, you just don't hear it. Yeah.
1: I wonder if it could go completely the other way and become like a sign of kind of toughness, you know, and it's like when you're young and you start drinking and they're like the first person who can drink spirits neat. You're like, Oh yeah, you're the big man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like someone like chewing on a rhubarb. You're like, Whoa, look at that. man.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like brave. a status
1: thing. It's like, wow, that guy's <laughs> tough. Like, or you know, someone sort of comes up to you in the street, looking a bit dodgy. And you just pull out a stick of rhubarb and bite it. And they're like, okay, I'm not <laughs> messing with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, needs, he means business. See,
2: Seriously, rhubarb is, is high up there on, that I think, a lot of people's list as disgusting. That's all I yeah. can say. Sorry if there's rhubarb <laughs> eaters out there listening. Mm. Sorry. Uh, it's just rhubarb's rubbish. It really yeah. is. His pants.
1: Quite a lot of effort to deal with on the island as well. And I think, I mean... It probably doesn't seem like something that's going to give you much nutrition. No. You know? Especially once you've put all the sugar in. And also, you're going to have the dentist going, uh, don't put so much sugar on your rhubarb there. It's really bad for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, 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 rhubarb. <laughs> that and celery. Right. Get rid of them.
1: Okay. And uh, to sort of wash them down and get the taste
2: out of your mouth, what are you going to drink? Uh, I would drink, t- because I'm on an island, I drink- need something strong. I'm marooned. Mm. I'm on an island. I, I don't want water. Well, I'm surrounded by that, so mm. I think I, I would have to have, uh, like something strong, like special brew or kestrel. Mm. You know them? Park, <laughs> where <is> it? <laughs> park bench bums drink yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Seriously, because that mm. they look like they have no concept of time when we see them, <laughs> isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> when you're stranded, that's what you want. If you're marooned somewhere. You don't really want to be off, aware of every minute that's passing, so I think the Kestrel and the Special Brew and all that would, would do that for me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's probably one of those drinks you start off going, "This is disgusting," and then you know you're in trouble. You know it's time to seek help when you start going. Actually, it's all right. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know that's probably yeah. like that's that's when you need to check yourself in somewhere.
2: I think. That was cheap and cheap when you was younger. Everybody either drank cider or strong beer. Because what it is, mm. you, you don't have money for the spirits then. You know when you're 16, mm. 17 down the park with your mates. So you get a strong lager. Get that, you're salted. One pound, salted. I think lagers then was about like, when I was like 16, 17, I think a can of lager was like 69, 70 pence. So mm. but it was premium. You paid the one pound, it was premium, but it got the job done. I'm <laughs> saying to you so yeah, I think that's I, why I would bring uh, those strong drinks yeah. uh, on the island if I was
1: marooned I think you're the only person to like use the word premium and special brew in the same sort of context <laughs> they're,
2: they're, pre, they're, pre, they're premium lager well what I mean is in strength innit <laughs> that, 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 that's no, what no. I mean in strength <laughs> it's very premium
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I just think there's something about being stuck on the island where the only thing you can drink is like a bit too strong, you know what I mean. You can't sort of meter it <laughs> out because you want like a nice bit. Even if you can find some way of making it cold in the sea or whatever, or like yeah, yeah, you yeah. know burying it in the ground till it's cool or something, like you're still going to drink it and be like, oh, it's just too much. This isn't enjoyable, <laughs> you know.
2: I'll drink some water. I'll, I'll, I'll dilute it up with some of the sea water. <laughs>
1: I think Donald Trump famously doesn't drink, so he's not going to get sort of drunk and crazy on it, which is quite lucky. But I just being around Donald Trump and being drunk is a very dangerous game. I think. I think you know, for you to, I mean, as we say, it doesn't really matter if you kill him, you know, especially on an island. But you know, if you've got any sort of designs of like not killing him straight away, then you can have to
2: not touch the special brew. <laughs> it's it's true, it's true. But I mean, as I said. Anybody I see on Special Brew, you see it in the parks. They're they're, they're, they're having a whale all the time. They really are. (laughs) And they're not aware of anything that's going on in the real world. So Mm. that is why I would choose that drink. Just to get, you know, past time.
1: (laughs) Normally, like, you walk past a load of people drinking on the street in the morning. And it's, you know, I never feel that envious. But I did walk past a group, like, on my way to work before the pandemic. I remember there's, like, a group of guys. And... I was about like half eight in the morning on my way to work, and in the square near where I work, they all had a bottle of wine each, and they looked like they were having an absolute whale of a time. Just (laughs) for once, I was like, "Do you know what? I think they're having more fun than I am." I've got to say. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They said, "Forget the system, man. Get a bottle, get a glass. That's it. That's so. That's what I'm saying. Something strong. Hey, time will fly, fly past."
1: Okay, fair enough. Now, Slim, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time and the other is your
2: least favourite song. What are they and why? Oh, my least favourite film, any musical. Hmm. I've never liked them from young. Musicals are just especially the old school ones, the Western and the, oh, it's terrible. You can't have a cowboy on a horse riding along looking macho and then all of a sudden he breaks that into song. No, mm-hmm. stop it. It's not right, do you know what I mean? I, I do believe that musicals to a man, not all men, to most men are just annoying. I don't mm. think any man sees the point. Oh, let me put on a musical. You've never <laughs> been around your, your mates, all the bloke, your friends, they say, you know what? We've got a couple of beers. We've got... Let's, let's put on a musical, mate. <laughs> Did you see what I'm saying to you, it's, it's, yeah. it's something that, yeah, men don't seem um, uh, interested in. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I think it's like, you know, I like
1: films. I like music. Yeah, but then it's like I think it's just I can't never get I can never get over the bit where it's just a normal setting and then suddenly like everyone in the street is dancing and it's like I think it requires too much brain power for me like I remember like years ago when I was young sort of doing a bit of work in the summers and sort of working in loads of factories around the southeast and I always remember thinking how funny because I was like this is the sort of place they're set isn't it you've got all these like gruff men and then suddenly they're like dancing down the stairs and like throwing boxes to each other while they're singing and I was like if this happened now, if everyone just burst into song, this would be the funniest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> but, but it's the least likely thing to ever happen. But yeah, on a, when you're watching them, it's just so cheesy. There's, I don't think there's ever been a non-cheesy musical.
2: This is what I'm saying. That they all got a bit of cheese to them, mate. I'm telling you. I don't like them. Uh, Bollywood films are quite big on them as well, ain't they? Yeah, I think they're almost exclusively musicals. <laughs> yeah, <right>? yeah. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Yeah. So mm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that would be. Uh, a hated film to have any musical you know go on the plane look around and find just musicals nothing else yeah that would Mm. be uh, that and right so next one's what what food Uh, What song song oh right oh Jesus that's a really really good question the song there's so much annoying songs in the world.
1: I mean, in a way, you've already got some in the musical, so you're already going to have some annoying songs stuck in your head from the musical. But, I mean, as well as that, you've got to choose a song. So you're going to have, like, you know, twice the amount of
2: awful songs there. Anything from any pop artist that uses auto-tune. Mm, oh, yeah. I like my singers to be singers, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't want you to be fake singing. I, I want mm. the proper singing, so... Yeah, Old tune mm. anybody that it's, it's, sings with all old tune, if you can't sing, don't try and make money <laughs> off doing it.
1: <laughs> That's what I say. It's weird, isn't it? Because one of those things that I keep thinking, like, this must be the end of it now, like, it must, and then like a new load of pop art- artists will come through and they're doing it as well. And like, and in like urban music as well, it happens still a lot. And yes. it's like, how come Cher was doing this? How, why are you following Cher? Like, how did that? <laughs> Normally that would be the end of something, you know, like if, if like, you know, the young artists are doing it and then Cher has a go and then they go, time we moved on. But it's gone the other way round. She's like, done it and know. they're
2: following suit. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's what I think. I just think it's what um, we allow them to get away with, man. <laughs> As I said, uh, if you're born in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you actually grew up with good music. Mm. You know, you did, mm-hmm. and then along comes the likes of Jedward and <laughs> Holy Father, uh, nonsical, musical stars. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, we had real music. Lionel Richie, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonard <laughs> Ross, uh, Michael Jackson. We, we had some, we had some proper, proper stars that actually sang, sang, mm-hmm. uh, live singing. But now, yeah, everybody does... uh, You only realise their shit when you pay money to go to their concert. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And some of the equipment ain't working, so they haven't got the auto-tune ready. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, some of them can't hit a fucking note. i tell you that. It does feel like it's less of a,
1: it matters less because of the production and stuff like that. I think um, I'm really aware of it with my son because at the minute, you know, he's like three and a half. So, you know, when they're like really young, they've got the broadest music taste in the world. So they'll like something good, like, you know, like a classic artist. You could play like Aretha Franklin or some soul or David Bowie, whatever, and they'll like it. And they'll also like... Nursery rhymes and the theme tune to whatever crap it's they're watching true. on the telly. They're like everything, you know. But I'm really aware there's going to be a point where I lose my grip on the stereo and like I'm going to have to listen to some proper shit when I'm a teenager. Yeah, and I'm truth. like, bra- I'm just enjoying it now. I'm like, oh, you want to listen to that? Yeah, cool. Let's stick it on, you know. Yeah. And it comes also. It's a bit like what you're saying about musicals because a lot of the stuff you stick on a Disney film, and some of them are fine, like Disney Pixar films. Yeah. And then you put on one, and you're like. Oh, it's one of the musical ones.
2: Fuck. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, like... they want you to sing along. Most yeah, parents like... do know the song to one, at least, cartoon musical. I don't care what you yeah. say. I know you know some of the words to Frozen. Yeah, you can't help it. It's just like, <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Because it's never, never good songs get stuck in your head, is it? You know, it's like the <laughs> it's bad the- ones. Yeah. One.
2: yeah. Go- going to work singing about about a prince yeah that don't yeah. That really go down it's like what, what was you dreaming about last night mate it's like yeah. Kids. yeah 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 it's true and i mean this is what's going
1: to happen to you on the island as well so they're going to be properly lodged in your head you know it's like <laughs> these annoying songs so. fair enough okay now uh, slim finally the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals which animal is it and why
2: the biggest stick out of all animals. Now I wouldn't like. I don't know. I think a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The reason why they 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 they're resourceful, but they're very self-centered. So they're only resourceful mm. to, for themselves. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. You're he, supposed to be help me hunt if anything. You know, mm. go and get some fish. Go and blah blah. Cats ain't doing nothing for you, man. Cats are all about themselves. I think yeah. that's what it is. I'd rather the dog. Yeah. You get marooned with a dog, the dog's going to try and help you in some way, man. Even yeah. if it's to call for help. Cats are not doing fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> it's cats sitting down doing subtle. Yeah, they're the most uh, um, useless animals I know. They absolutely do nothing. They live rent-free and do absolutely nothing. Not even tricks for you. Can you imagine? Mm. Yeah, Sit down, yeah. roll over. It's like back off. That's, that's That's cat's attitude. So yeah, yeah. I think I'd be the worst animal to have
1: with me. Fair enough. I mean, I've got a cat, but he woke me up in the middle of the night by being sick on the bathroom floor. So I'm not that happy with him today because that's how I'd start my day. So cleaning up my cat's sick. So yeah, um. And you know, he hasn't even looked grateful about it. You know, he's just, he doesn't even care. He's lying on the bed next to me as I record this, and he. Couldn't give a fuck.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> you're there to serve him. I've got a cat as well. Don't, don't think I have a little cat here as well. And yeah, <laughs> he, he thinks he's my master. Mm. You know, yeah. they're very uh, demanding. You know, come mm. in, meow, meow, meow. Open the cupboards. Get me something out there, you bastards. That's the attitude. <laughs> you feed yeah. them, then they give you no attention after that. Yeah, mm. um, they're very usey animals, mm. they are. So... Yeah, I don't think I'd be wanting to be stranded with my
1: cat. Yeah, I think there's not many animals have an easier life in the world than a domestic cat. It's like you don't even have to have any interaction with anyone. You get fed, you get a very comfortable place to live and you've got all these tools to protect yourself but you don't even need them, you know. Yeah. You're just like, whatever,
2: fuck it. <laughs> yeah, they're living life, Daniel. They are absolutely living life, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, so that do, if I do want. nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Every so often they catch a mice or they might catch an animal and bring back to you. Mm. And a lot of us think that is a present. But how do you know yeah. that is a present? How do you know yeah. that he doesn't like your cooking and he's actually bringing something for you that he thinks would taste better if you <laughs> were to fry up for him? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Sling that in the, the frying pan, man. Put a little bit of garlic, a little bit of tomato puree <laughs> on it. It will be wicked. You don't know. Everyone thinks that is a present. Oh, he's bought me a present. It's like, no, your food shit, please caught this bird instead, so yeah they're, they're very they're very um yeah, they're very usey, definitely they are yeah
1: fair enough, yeah, and an island overrun with them as well, they're going to be fighting all the time and just keeping you up, just having having a row with each other, so that's going to keep you up, and that's going to be annoying as well,
2: yeah, they'll so, be getting yeah. high on catnip, I'm sure there'll be catnip on the island though they'll, <laughs> they'll source it out somewhere. They'll and, find yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Fair play. Well look, Slim, I think you've put together a really good uh, selection of awful people and things to make your life an absolute nightmare on the island. So uh thank you for, for doing that today and taking the time to, to share your desert island dicks with us. And obviously, you know, we're still in lockdown, it's you know, really hard time for comedians at the minute. Like where's a good place for people to kinda of see more of your stuff or sort of hear hear where you're doing things and, and that sort of thing?
2: everybody can find me on all social networking sites as slim comedian Mm -hmm. that's it slim comedian on twitter instagram facebook i'm not on snap and i'm not on tiktok yet but on, on the the main three slim comedian
1: nice one so we can catch up with all your stuff there brilliant all right slim well thank you very much for joining us again it's been a pleasure mate daniel thank you for having me on the show mate thank you